Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family, wherever you may be. Welcome to, an, welcome to another podcast by blessed, blessed and free 63. We'll go into a word of prayer before we enter into the thought and the word for today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you'll give us your word, that I'll be able to explain what you really want us to see and hear today. Because it's only by listening to what you are saying to us are we really able to accomplish what we need to accomplish in this life. So Father God, as you continue to be with us, guide us and protect us. We thank you for your living word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, this thought came from... I was thinking about something this morning. But this thought came from a conversation I had with my granddaughter. She's eight years old. Because she came into the room and she said to me... "Um." Nan, what's another word for potato? So I said spud, because that's what we call it in the UK. I don't know about anywhere else. So she said. So she said to me, "You saw, you saw, <laughs> you you call it spud, but um, Henry, but Henry Walker saw crisps, so that he developed them in into into crisps in 1948, and it's it was developed into crisps. The potato turned into crisps." in Leicester, England, and it's, they're supposed to to um, produce 11 million tons of crisps, and I think they were taken over by PepsiCo. But when you think about it, it's simple. It's how do you see, what do you see? And it also says on the pack, it says that potential, that you should also see potential because the potato or the spud, whatever you call it, it, to everybody else, it's just a potato. And if you're going to see it just as a potato, that's all it's going to be. But if you see it as a crisp, you're going to make something out of it. Because from 1948 still till now, Walker's crisps is still producing. And no matter what else comes on the market, Walker's crisps are still producing. Because... Everybody's got used to the quality, the flavor and the taste of the crisp. And so it is with life. I know somewhere in the Bible it says, as a man thinks, so is, so is he. And a lot of the times, that is what it is. Because I know when it says that, it goes on to saying that you eat, you go, you go to share a meal with someone and they, they, and you think they're with you, but you're going to vomit up that meal because they're not, but they just, they just invite you because, because probably somebody told them to invite you. And so it is, sometimes you'll find that you do have people that will invite you because they know your sister, because they know your brother, because they know your friend, because they know your family, but not because they know you. That means that <laughs> they're not really all that much interested in you, but it's out of courtesy that you get an invitation because that happens as well. But I'm going back to the potential and what do you see? Because what do you think you really develop? Because a lot of the times, I've, I heard it before that in America when someone, I can't remember his name now, but he went into his laboratory and he prayed and he was asking God, what could he, what could he get out of the peanut? And that said that he got 300 and something things out of the one peanut because God showed him what was really in it. Peanut punch, I like that. And you've got peanut butter, I don't like that much. Peanut, I'll eat the peanut. But there's a lot of things that comes out of that, peen, that, that peanut. 
So it's what do you see in yourself? What do you see in your life? What do you see in your future? What do you see in your destiny? What's God telling you that you've got in you? Potent, potential, what it means. Having or showing the capability to develop into something for the future. What do you see? What do you see? Sometimes God wants to get us into relationships, but we don't see the potential. What do you see? Because what you see is what you'll get. You're supposed to be studying. You're doing this. You're doing that. What do you see? Has God put a pastor in you? Has he put, has he put an evangelist in you? Has he put a teacher in you? What do you see in you? Because until you see something in you, nobody else is going to see it. Because sometimes people try to get out of us what's not in us. And sometimes when we try to get out of us what's in us, people try to stop us from getting out of us what God has put in us. But we have to know our own potential. And that means that when people say, you're not capable of doing this, we know that it's in me. What is in you? What is in you? What has God put in you just for you to develop in the future? And to be a blessing to others also. Because whatever is put in you. It's, it's, God is not a selfish God. Whatever is put in you. It's to bless others as well. It's for the kingdom. It's for ministry. But you have to know what is it put in you. What do you see? When you look at yourself in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see a woman of God? A man of God? Or what do you see? Because unless you see what you are supposed to see, you'll never be what God created you to be. So today, don't look at it. Don't look at yourself as just simple. Oh, I'm just ordinary this. I'm just ordinary that. No, there's kingdom. There's kingdom. There's, there's a kingdom movement in you. And if you allow God to, to start the movement off, it will get to where it needs to get to. Allow God to do what needs to be done in your life. Be patient. Be patient. Sometimes we don't like the pace that that, we, that it is putting us through. Because we, sometimes we just want it now. It's a relationship. We just want it now. It's a husband. We want it now. It's a business. We want it now. But I've realized a lot of the time people aren't truthful to tell you how, how, what they went through. Because sometimes we don't, when they don't tell you what they went through, they make you think that you're a failure and that's not the case because some if people are really honest with everything that you do sometimes you feel like giving up sometimes it's hard work sometimes you wonder if you made a mistake but it's when you go through all of that that you'll be a successful and sometimes I've heard it said before as well that people don't really tell people what they go through and sometimes all you see is a prize you don't see the journey and the journey is hard sometimes and sometimes you feel like giving up sometimes because I know when I first started this, this um, when God helped me to start this podcast and when I, see, when, when I was looking at things and I thought to myself, I wonder if anybody's going to listen. I wonder if it's going to be successful. And I felt, I, and there's a time when I felt like I'm just going to, I'm not going to be bothered. I'm not bothering, going to bother to do it anymore because some, probably nobody won't even want to listen. And then, and then when I got over that point and then over that point, and then God made people come to listen from all over the world, different parts of the world. And I realized that life is a journey. It's not easy. Whatever you take up to say you're going to do or whatever God's put in your heart to do, it's not easy. But there's potential in it for the future. 
And if you can get over that hurdle, because sometimes I remember when I was going on a journey, when my husband was going on a journey because I had an interview on the Monday, but it was far away. So we went for the weekend that I could just leave the place where we were staying and just go to the interview because it was outside the area where, that, where I lived. And then we, we were driving. We, we thought we were on the path, the right path. We were driving. But the time started to get dark. And it's as if to say it was way out in the country and there was no lights. And it's as if to say you were driving for miles and miles and you couldn't see anywhere. And then I, would say, I started to say, oh, we might as well go back. And my husband was saying, how can we go back? Where are we going to go back to? And then it was just as if when we started to talk about going back. And then I, when I looked, I said, there it is. And then the place just came out. We just saw the place that we were going to stay. And that I always remember that to know that sometimes you're near to the end of your journey, getting to that point where you need to get to, but frustration and makes you want to go back. But we just have to go forward knowing that God has put potential in us to get where we need to get to. So what, uh, whatever you're going through today, know that even when we look at the grass and people say, oh, the grass is greener than the other side. And sometimes people envy people about their grass that's greener. But they don't know how much work, how much watering, how much sowing, how much time, how much patience it takes to get that grass greener on the other side. And you don't want to do that much, but you want to have the same grass. How can that be? You don't want to do that much, but you want to, but you want to have the same anointing. How can that be? No, you don't want to do that much, but you want that that you want that husband or you want that wife because they look happy. But you, but you have what you have a person that God has given you, but you don't want to sow into that. You don't want to love them the way that they should be loved. You don't want to care for them. But you just want a ready done situation and you don't know how hard that relationship took to get to where it is. We, we have to know that God what has put potential in all of us and he wants us to reach our goal. And all we need to do is to stay in our lane, not to interrupt other people. Sometimes we think that sometimes there's people that are having businesses and because they've got family members and the family think members think that oh yeah because i'm the mother because i'm a sister because i'm an uncle whatever it may be i should be a part of the company as well but no you don't unless you're going to fit in it and let and let it prosper no you don't you don't have to be in it because sometimes when people work for family that they, they, they don't think it's a set the root the same rule applies that if they work for someone else because if they work for someone else and they tell them that you have to move that over there, they're not they're not going to question it because they're going to say, oh, they're paying my wages, so I have to be obedient. But if it's a family member that says to them, you have to move that over there, they're going to start saying, oh, I think it looks better over here. Why should I move it? We have to be careful and have the right attitude in life that we can get to where God wants us to get to. Yes, you've got potential in you. I have potential in me. Even our voices are different and that makes potential. Even our fingerprints are different and that makes potential. Because we, even our thoughts are different and that makes potential. That means that we've all got something different to bring to the table. Have a blessed day, everyone. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you have put potential in each and every one of us and you have put faith in each and every one of us and it's our responsibility to make it grow. Father God, let us hold on to relationships and people that you put in our life to bless us and don't let anything come between, come between us when you know that you have put them there, that we should be together for whatever purpose the kingdom needs us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone.
Jesus loves you and so do I.